Welcome to the Fantasy Hangover, a weekly fantasy football podcast. You can download us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, head over to KnockedOutEntertainment.com for some other great podcasts and content. We're your hosts. I'm Shane. I'm Carl. I'm Chris. And I'm Zach. Now pop some Advil and grab your Gatorades. It's time for your Fantasy Hangover. All right, and welcome back to the Fantasy Hangover. Uh, it's my voice again. It's Carl. Um, I'm Zach. here as well. It's Zach. How you doing? And yeah. actually, we have some special guests with us today. Um, joining us this evening. Hi, it's me, Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> yeah, you you wish. I uh, am here to, to help you with your football and keep your teams off the grid. I hate you, Shane. What? <laughs> Uh, Shane is joining us for this podcast. Oh, hi, guys. Um, and alongside Shane right now is uh, Chris. Oh, hey. It uh, feels good to be here. It's yeah, a little breezy outside, but it uh, feels, feels good. right. feels, feels good. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the, boys, the, the boys are back I'm in back. town. Boys are back in town. <laughs> don't, don't you give me that look of disappointment, Shane. Off the grid. Off the grid. <laughs> Sorry, don't give me that look of disappointment, Jesse. So since I'm back, I'm going to... Uh, for the second time now, <laughs> start yes. with my uh, my new feature, which is uh, let's start off with a shot. Wait, what are we doing? <laughs> We're starting off with a shot. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so I've got a I've got a quick question for you guys for for Dynasty. Um, my question is, where do you value Amari Cooper at this point going forward? Oh. Is he is he still going to be someone in a dynasty league that you you want that you covet that you know next year he's going to come back or is it gotten to the point where I mean if you're starting up a new dynasty league maybe you won't touch him to the if there was ever a point I wanted him it'd be right now because he's so cheap yes yeah you can I will go, give you that I, I, if the person is like panicking enough I you might be able to get him for a second no. No, yeah. no, no! I'm saying no. Like you cannot offer me a second for Amari yeah. Cooper. Because <laughs> I am going, I am going to die by Amari Cooper. I am going to live and die by that man. And I feel like that's what a lot of dynasty players who have Amari Cooper are thinking. Because, well, my so, biggest problem with Amari Cooper is that his quarterback is Derek Carr, who has shown that he doesn't like Amari Cooper. Correct. Yes, I will give you that. But also, we have to look at the fact that he did have two straight thousand-yard seasons to start his career. Yes, he is having a massive downturn in his third year. He's only had one game that's equaled like all equaled probably half of his points. He's probably state. had the same amount of yards in that game as he had the rest of the season. I would say more. I'd say he's had more in that one game than the rest of the season, personally. Huh? Um, but he he's still got that level of talent. And even, you know, Derek Carr has come out and said, we need to focus on getting Amari the ball. And and then he kind of okay, did. Okay, Carr. And then he kind of <laughs> did. But the thing is, is that Oakland's offense compared to last year and the year before is kind of a shell of itself. Oh, yeah. They are just not good right now. They are a terrible offense. Well, they did get rid of their offensive coordinator and Bill Musgrave because they well going into this year they promoted their quarterbacks coach yep. and got rid of Bill Musgrave because their quarterbacks coach they were like oh he's been doing really well with Derek Carr. Um, he was garnering a lot of attention from other teams, mm -hmm. and so instead of letting him walk, they decided to let him stick with their young quarterback and yeah. become the offensive coordinator and let Bill Musgrave go, who apparently was doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me that offensive coordinators are important? 
Ah, yeah. So where do you guys value Amari Cooper then? Because yeah. if there was ever a point I wanted him, I would. I mean, if I had a mid first round pick, I wouldn't have a problem offering that are, to well, Amari Cooper. Are we talking about dynasty startup or are we talking dynasty. about current value? Like uh, in season value. Let, let's let's talk about dynasty startup. Okay, dynasty oh. startup. I would probably. Are you? Is he him, still a third, fourth round pick? I mean, I would say he's a he's a fourth. late second to third. I would say, I would still value him at that point because it's it's one down year. You, you still have a thousand yards each of his first two seasons to go by. I mean that's yeah, but the most recent is is the best thing to to show you what's going on for the future. He's I the mean, guy that I'm going to reach for then. I'm, but remember, I'm also the guy who took Jeremy Hill at the start of the second round in our dynasty startup. Yeah, I'm so sorry there. about that. Yeah, I'm I am too. Um, look, I got Mike Evans out of the okay. I, I I I drafted uh, Andrew Luck in the first round. So we also had a guy who yeah. drafted Marshawn Lynch like second overall. That's true. <laughs> in his um, last season with Seattle, God, in my crazy. opinion, I I wouldn't touch him until fifth, sixth round in a dynasty startup. I'd be happy in the fourth. I can honestly, I can almost guarantee you're not going to get him that. Late. Oh, I'm sure, and I'd be fine with that. Yeah, no, at that's, this that's point, fine. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I I would say late second, early third to me. To me, fifth round is is the is the time when his value becomes good for me. Oh, Chris is all giddy. I just want to throw this up in the air because I'm looking at uh, the Dynasty Nerds ranking, and oh, actually, never mind. Oh no, I just overlooked Amari Cooper. Forget it. Never mind. Psych. Cool story. Cool story. So I mean, would you rather have Amari Cooper or Jarvis Landry? Amari Cooper. Oh, Amari Cooper. Jarvis Landry. Amari Cooper or Corey Davis? Who knows Davis? where Jarvis Landry's going to be yeah. next year? Zach? Yeah, then he'll what? have a better Amari quarterback. Amari Cooper or Corey Davis? I would rather have Amari Cooper at this point because we just haven't really seen anything from Corey Davis, and that was another offense that took a massive downturn was Tennessee. For they, the value, I'd rather have Corey Davis because you can get him for less. Yes, you can get him for less, but there is no body of production. No. But, I mean, he was also a top-five draft pick, and... In the rookie draft, and he had no body of production. But weren't you also a fan of Mike Williams over Corey Davis? Yeah, I'd still rather have Mike Williams over Corey David. Corey Davis. Okay. I don't know where this conversation's going well, now because, <laughs> because you said you just said that he was a top five pick, and yes, he was a top five pick, but you don't value him as a top five NFL draft pick. No. So I, that's where I'm saying is I, I don't. I was I was using that as an uh, as an argument against your no no production and no what what you see of him because he didn't even work out or do anything for teams you, all you have is is his tape from college to go off of to this point still yeah um with that said i i like the situation he's in in tennessee better than i like amari cooper's situation in in oakland especially for the value if you're paying a third round pick or a second round pick for amari cooper in comparison to uh but next well, year Corey davis is probably going to go in the fourth or fifth uh if it's in a redraft but you i bet you those guys are going to go way earlier i would Redraft, I would probably say at this or, point, or, um, maybe I'm fifth, sorry. sixth. Startup. A startup. Dynasty startup, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because you want, you know, depending on what how you value things, some people want those young rookies to build their teams around. That's true. So they, his value would probably be higher. And, I mean, we one thing to remember, too, is Amari Cooper is only t- 23 years old, 24 years old. He's in his third season. He's still got plenty of NFL shelf life left. And I, that's also true. Yeah, so I mean, I, I get where everyone's coming from, and I understand that his value has just tanked oh, yeah. so far this year. And that's why I'm saying go get him now. Yeah, if you if you can find someone that's willing to trade Amari Cooper for a mid first in Dynasty, in, in Dynasty, Dynasty, yeah, then go for it, do it. I will 100 percent support that. All right, that was a good uh, shot to start off, and I think we're all a little drunk now. Let's uh, let's get to those quick outs. Oh, Jesus, math. 
Um, <laughs> I've got to be drunk because I'm saying these words. Uh, Paxton Lynch is now the starter in Denver. You mean Captain Morgan? That's the one. He, yes. I. Hey, um, what's what's nice is they set him up nicely because he can't do worse than Brock Osweiler. <laughs> Maybe that's why they started Osweiler because they're like, we just need to make sure that he, you know, he knows what his benchmark is. The fans are well, actually Lynch, clamoring well, for him. Now. Lynch was still recovering from injury in the off season. That's why he's been. That's why Brock Osweiler. Yeah, but it's, it's Osweiler. funnier to say it the way we did. Um, <laughs> injury in the off season was. Did he have a splinter in his butt from riding the bench or what? <laughs> I but think it was really, something like Carl, that. Carl, I expect better. I'm tired. I he had a work. paper cut from that clipboard. I've been working on. <laughs> Me too. He he threw down he threw down the tablet and it hit him in the foot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, uh, a little bit of sad news uh, this week. Uh, Terry Glenn, a longtime NFLer, uh, passed away. He was a longtime Patriot. Yep. Drafted in '96 of the Pats uh, in the first round. He was a great great player. He won a Super Bowl with them in 2001, and then. Went to Dallas, and yep. which didn't I didn't do much there, but still, he was. I mean, he was great. He died in a car accident. Sad news. Yeah, which kind of a not really fun fact, but really fun fact is that he is one of five receivers in the Super Bowl era to have over ninety catches and eleven hundred yards in his rookie year. Oh wow! wow. The other, I, I know the other, like Mike Thomas was the most recent one last year. In that year that he had 90 catches, I believe he had like 170 targets, though. Like, it was <laughs> it was insane. Like, Drew Bledsoe wow. was only throwing it to him. Okay, so it was a DeAndre Hopkins-type situation. Yes, very much so. Gotcha. <laughs> feed me, feed me. Hey, but they made, they made the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they did. All right, moving on. Uh, we got a couple IR, uh, IR people. Um, actually, from the same team, uh, Chris Thompson and Trell Pryor are both out for the year. Uh, Chris Thompson broke his fibula. Yes, yeah, yep. broke his fibula. Um, Trell Pryor, I don't remember. I think he broke his ego. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's got no, all that Terrell, money weighing him down. Yeah, Terrell for, Pryor, well, one I think season. was a shoulder issue. I think I'm not. I'm not positive though. That explains his year. But either way, <laughs> Terrell Pryor had one touchdown in less than 300 yards receiving in the nine games that he played. It, yeah. Who cares? The shoulder. God, he was so much better with the Browns. <laughs> what? Um, I'm never going to say these words again on this podcast, but Shane was right. Thank you. I did call that before the season that he wasn't going to be the leading receiver, but I also said Josh Doxon was going to be, which isn't going to be right. But nah, did he have an okay game though? No, it's probably still going to be Chris Thompson at the yeah, end of the year. At, the at this year. point, yeah. I think Jamison Crowder might have a chance since they're both out, but that's only because Crowder's the only other guy on that team that seems to be able to catch the ball from Kirk Cousins. It's right. not Vernon Davis. No, it's no. not. It's not Reed. He's never playing. He's not playing. Go figure. Reed's hurt. I know, right? Weird. All right, uh, Robert Woods is out for multiple weeks. Uh, he's kind of been a fantasy football darling the past few weeks, and now he's going to be out for a little bit. You know, going into that prime, going into your playoff season, uh, into the fantasy playoffs. Well, they initially said that he was only that he was going to play this week. They had initially said on Monday that he was going to play, and then about an hour later, they came out and said, "Well, he's going to miss one two games." So mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be I don't think it'll be an extended amount of time, but. I think you will get him back in time for your playoffs, and I would feel comfortable playing him because right now mm. the number one corners are covering Sammy Watkins, and for good reason. Um, and Robert Woods is taking advantage of that. You know, mm. we, in the Vikings game this past Sunday, Woods 
was not covered by Rhodes. No, he it was he was covered by Trey Waynes, who yeah, it's Trey Waynes. It's Trey Waynes. Trey Waynes and Woods came out with eight catches for eighty one yards. You know what? Trey Waynes has great recovery speed. That's all he has. That's all he has. Don't use the speed for recovery. Use it to cover your guy. <laughs> um all right, moving right along. He gets confused when they say recover. He's like, oh, I have to cover him again after they beat me. Got it. He's really good at recovering, guys. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's the best joke I've got tonight, apparently. Nailing it. Um, Sterling Shepard has migraines, a la Percy Harvin, apparently. Um, he... Yeah, he got called out at the very last moment on Sunday, and that <laughs> hurt me a little bit. Yeah, you had him in your starting lineup until about... Oh, until oh, no, the, yeah, no, no yeah, I did. Started him. I I had to start him because I got in there at eleven fifty nine after I got the message at like eleven fifty five that he was going to be out and yeah didn't quite didn't quite make it. But I mean the problem with him being out for the Giants is that they've got no one else except for Evan Ingram to catch that ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, did you see that Roger Lewis catch on Sunday? Yes, in the four, it, was, yeah, it was a great catch. Time, that was amazing. That was one of the that best catches I have ever mm-hmm. seen. That was fantastic. I just right. I love the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs lost to the Giants. They're done. They're they start for a team that started out five and zero. Oh, they are done. They, they got to get back to running the ball. Year. I yeah. was also they happy to, to see that running the ball because now the more the Giants win, they're not going to make the playoffs. The more they win, the worse their draft pick is, and it the just feels so sweet well, yeah, to me. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll be in the middle yeah. of the of the first round rather than the beginning, and I'll just. Oh, it just makes me warm in my stomach to know that they're going to be terrible this year and still not have, like, a top five pick. So we still have five games to go left yeah. in the NFL season. Mm-hmm. How many games do you realistically think they're going to win in those next three. five? You think they're going to win three in the next three five? Three in the next five. Okay. I would say they're going to win. I'm going to go with two. Oh, going going out on a, on a limb there. We're going one game less than me, huh? Well, I mean, I think they I, every team has a chance to win on any given Sunday, except for the Browns, um, who, oh, God, Chris, you put out a nasty message this past week. Oh, they're going to make the playoffs. They, there's oh, one yeah. What was it? If the 64, so somebody on Reddit posted, if these 64 things occur, they are mathematically not eliminated from the playoffs yet. There's a chance they can make it being 6-10. and 10. So you're saying there's a there's chance. There's a chance. I'm cheering them on, man. At what point in that 64 is finding the Ark of the Covenant? <laughs> That's right, number 65. Sounds about right. Okay. All I know is it means that the Patriots have to win out this year, and so I think it could happen. <laughs> they had the Pats winning every week in that list. Trust me, I checked. <laughs> just, Go figure. Of course. I hope it happens, actually. That's, that'd be awesome. That'd be me the too. best. All right. Uh, we got a couple of coaches that no longer have jobs. Um... Is it Mike or Matt McCoy? I can't Mike, remember. Mike. It's Mike McCoy. Mike McCoy, the uh, offensive former offensive coordinator of the Denver Broncos, uh, has been let go uh, because apparently he can't keep a job in the AFC West. And yeah. apparently he's the problem, not their terrible quarterbacks or terrible offensive line. Right. Um, and then uh, Norton, the defensive coordinator from the Oakland Raiders, was fired because that's the issue in Oakland, apparently. Yeah, they're defense. Sure. Yeah. This is the this is the time of the year when teams are looking for scapegoats. General managers are looking to go to the owners and say, "Oh, this is our problem. If we can fix this, then we'll be all set." And Hugh Jackson still has a job. <laughs> yeah, Hugh Jackson, who has won one game in the last twenty six, mm-hmm. 
He is one and twenty-five right now. Let's be realistic here, though. He's not going to have a job next year. The owner loves him. The owner is a fan of him. There, I would, I say, there's a better chance that they have a new general manager before they have a new head coach. I think they need a new general manager, but correct. That's just me. I agree with you. That's just us. Yeah, I mean, if you compare <laughs> from last year, last year they're technically mathematically eliminated. <laughs> this year they're not. If that's not improvement, I don't know, boys. Touche. <laughs> Although on a good note, I don't know what we didn't talk about this before, but apparently Hugh Jackson has said he is not going to bench Deshaun Kaiser again. Oh, that's that's a twist. Yeah, so you know we went through what was three out of four weeks where he got benched, and now he's not going to bench him for the rest of the year. So that's good, I guess. Yeah, wear him out for the next quarterback uh, that they draft in the first round next year. Yeah, Josh yeah. Rosen, here we come. Come on, uh, Deontay Foreman, uh, back back up. Second string running back for the Houston Texans is out indefinitely uh, with some sort of injury. Um, and so Andre Ellington was cut by the Cardinals, and then he was signed by Houston. Yep. That was a really roundabout way of saying that. <laughs> it's okay, Carl. Yeah, You, you got there. It. got there. I got there, guys. And that is it for quick outs. Very nice. I think we should start calling them not-so-quick outs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think for... The next, the next segment when we flip, flip a, flip a top for, for the next segment. I think now it's time for the judge to be in session. Well, no, because we need to go over last week's suds and duds before we get into our main topic. Because that's what we've been doing. Crap! I gotta grab another beer. No, okay. <laughs> um, but I do have the suds and duds information for everybody. So hey. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Carl, let's start with you because you're first on my list. Oh, boy. All right, so your sud was Adam Thielen. So congratulations. It was 6 for 123 and a touchdown, so good for 18 to 24 points. Take that every week. Yep. Your dud was Le'Veon Bell. I'm calling even money. (laughs) I am not going to call it even money because of PPR. PPR, he had 18 points, which is a fantastic week. And nine is, while it's not great, is still startable. For standard. Isaiah Crowell had one point last week. And he was a third to fourth round running back. Drafted. Second, depending on what you're, depending on who you're drafting. You know, with. we don't need to talk about my draft. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I give Bell a win. I'll let the rest of everybody decide if they're going to call it even money or not. But I give Bell a win on that. He, he, Oh, me the loss, Bell the win. Okay, I got it. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> That's not the argument you just made, Jack. Shane's debating. I'll give you even money on that. I mean, when you have Le'Veon Bell, you need a better week. I mean, it's it's even in, it's even in standard, and it's... It's it's, it's a loss PPR. A loss like, PPR. I, um, I, I'd go even money on the selection, just because okay. half the leagues then, it was a good... Yeah. A, a, a decent say like oh he's only going to be a and you actually said it he's going to be a, a flex option rather than a, a number one running back and in standard he was he was a flex option rather than the number one running back I'll, yep I'll agree with that so um, so next we have Shane your sud was a was a hit with Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin Jones Jr. baby four catches that. four catches for 85 yards in the touchdown and anywhere from 14 to 18 points depending on your scoring oh yeah that's that's a pretty good week that's a pretty good week uh, don't, your don't, dud, however, don't talk about it. Your dud, however, was Alvin Kamara. What? Alvin, who had, granted, he only had eight carries for 42 yards. 
but he did have six catches for 74 yards and a touchdown. Good for 17 to 23 points, depending on your scoring format. Yeah. Before that touchdown, it was looking like... like About uh, an even what? It was about like even, about money. even money. And yeah. then the touchdown happened in the fourth quarter, and I was just... I flipped tables. I, <laughs> I, I rage quit my job. Um, which, actually, by the way, guys, I rage quit my job, so I need some some help here um, with rent. Um, he actually did walk in the door on Sunday and was like, if Alvin Kamara hadn't scored that touchdown, I would have won my dud this week. I was so mad. I was keeping track of it. I was I was eyeing it. I I eye those I eye the suds and duds pretty pretty heavily. I do I do a lot of research into it. I don't just pick them willy nilly right before we record. Wait, no, I do do that. Never mind. <laughs> I said doo-doo. Um, and uh, then, so going on to mine, I, my sud was Melvin Gordon, who had 80 yards and a touchdown, which, oddly enough, for the first time this year, or for the second time this year, didn't have a catch. A guy who's kind of built on PPR didn't have a single catch in the game. But he also didn't have to play when they were up, you know, 47 to 10 against the hapless Buffalo Bills. That's true. Um, so he was good for 14 points, no matter what scoring format you had. And then uh, my dud was, unfortunately, DeAndre Hopkins, who went four for 76 in a touchdown. So good for 13 to 17 points. So I missed yeah, on that. He, he, uh, I think that was two weeks in a row that somebody had him as a dud. Because I don't think you had him as a dud the week before that, but somebody else did. And, uh, yeah, he's not somebody to choose as a dud because he gets those garbage time points. And yeah. every time is garbage time now match-up for the proof. Texans. I would say he's fairly matchup proof. The only... Yeah, yeah. The only one I would really question is going against Jacksonville. That's the only one where I'd probably still say okay, and I actually do have information to back that up in a little bit. Okay. But, um, so, yeah, that's our Suds and Duds Dud, everybody. Week. Just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Is it? No. Okay. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I do it now? Yeah, go. Okay, guys. Now, <laughs> I would say that it's about time for us to... Crack, sizzle, and roll on our on our next topic, and that means the judge is in session. Court is in session. Court is in session. <laughs> the judge is inside the session, the which is, is also in the, in the court. The judge is in his chambers. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I've got my robe on and nothing else. Let's do some football. Oh, God. Cross your legs. Dirty pop. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Let's uh let's start at the top here and oh. let's have you guys uh say to say to me who you who you chose in the first in the first matchup here. And the I'll give first you my verdict. round was AJ Green versus Antonio Brown. So we have uh Zach defending AJ Green. Um big argument there was that he has uh consistency and stability at at the quarterback uh, quarterback position going forward and uh Antonio Brown the it's Antonio Brown. That was right. your argument. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I listened to the arguments. Chris did not. So, Chris is going to go off of what he thinks is better, just out of the two. And I'm going to go off of uh, what you guys argued. And also a little bit of something else. Because I wrote down, Antonio Brown is my verdict. And the reason why is, man, look at Thursday night. Dude, <laughs> I don't care who's throwing him the ball. Yeah, he might have some down games. But, I mean, AJ Green has some down games with Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's not guaranteed to be there forever they're not loving him yeah um i get it i gotta go brown dare i argue look at the games without big ben no that's true he's had yeah. some bad games i mean even his games without big ben are are you know flex position PPR. oh no they are, no, oh, no, they are no. not he's, he's had some four catch 50 some yard games uh when he had michael vick throwing him the ball 
the most yards he had in a game was like 47. This is also, Michael that's also Vick Michael. It's a quarterback that has not been Roethlisberger. That's the point, is that it's a quarterback that, that's not been Roethlisberger. That, that's, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Okay. I was going to take this to a bad place, so I stopped. <laughs> Woof. Ew. Oh. I've never been one to defend Michael Vick. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a terrible quarterback. So, Chris, with that, are you taking A.J. Green? Wait, my. My, is that is just that that just person? You're the other or? judge. You're the other judge. We yeah. are the Supreme Court of this of this uh, court court room <laughs> session court session. We're the. I mean, I, I would take Antonio Brown strictly because I think he uh, has more fantasy value right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the verdict is in. Whoop whoop up one. And Carl is up one nothing. That's not gonna stay. I do think AJ Green will be better long term. I just think you can get more for El- uh, Matt Elton Brown. <laughs> Elton Elton good old Elton Brown. Yeah, good old Elton Brown. <laughs> Elvis is like Gerbach Leon, is going. You don't watch in. Good Eats. You don't watch anything good. <laughs> is that like Leon Sandcastle? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, and I think you can fetch more for Antonio Brown, but I, I think AJ Green is going to do better in the next like four, three, four years. Especially if Big Ben leaves. Only if Big Ben leaves. Yeah, but what if it? Uh, whatever. Now, in the next case, we've got uh, Zach. You had. I think Alvin Kamara. Uh. Yeah, we can jump to that yeah. one instead. And then I had Christian McCaffrey. Correct. Okay. So let's let's hear from you first here, Chris. Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey. I'm going to take McCaffrey. Uh, I think it's still muddy. and It's still kind of muddy at New Orleans. Uh, dude, they're running the ball like, like crazy. And I just don't mm-hmm. think that's sustainable. I don't think they're going to do that long term next year. Uh, next year, if Mark Ingram does leave, there's going to be more tape on... Elvin Kamara, and like who knows where the Saints are going? Drew Brees is getting old. Sean Payton, they're marching in. <laughs> Saints are marching oh. in. So like ah. there's just it's just so muddy. Versus, I mean, McCaffrey's always going to have Cam Newton. I think their defense is always going to be decent. Two, two, two words: Sean Payton. That's a solid. Well, I was going to mention that. Oh, I, I, I know I that do not in like your him as a coach anymore. In your defense, you said Sean Payton knows how to use this style of running back. You mm-hmm. know, you use Reggie Bush um, as an example. Darren Sproles. Uh, as Darren well. Sproles as well. Yep. Um, and then for you uh, with McCaffrey, you just had his the fact that he is a catching machine, which, um, he, which he is showing is. this year. Yeah. Um, was kind of your excuse. Excuse. Your excuse. <laughs> well, I see where you're signing on this one. Who, um, I wonder who won this round. Yeah. So um, I'm with you, Carl. Here's here's <laughs> my thing. If I went based off this year alone, Kamara is hard to argue against uh, the way that he's been playing. But my problem is that you've got McCaffrey next year, most likely without Jonathan Stewart uh, on that team. My guess is Stewart is done as a Panther after this season. He's on his last year of his contract. By, no, he I is believe. not. He signed a three-year extension at the start of the year. Did he really? Yes. Oh, well, maybe this is a change a little bit then. Because that, that was how I was basing this whole thing. Because then I also have Kamara next year, possibly without Drew Brees. Because they do not want Drew Brees back for some reason. He's They're, expensive. They have been... Yeah, well, he, he might be expensive, point. but he's Drew Brees. Yeah, he's going to be a bill next year. I, I think he's the reason why Kamara's getting all these points, not Sean Payton. Drew Brees. I, I think Sean Payton has gone downhill and needs Brees. Drew Brees might be a Viking next year. Think that one. Drew Brees might be a Steeler. Um, oh, I want that, dude. Teddy is overrated. Uh, with that said, uh, wow, this is gonna, I, I originally had this as a hung jury, but man, I've got to go. I've got to go with Kamara. Yay! Oh, I got to go with Kamara right now. So that's another. That's he another split. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this court is hung. 
Yeah, we are. Like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So sticking with these, uh, let's go. You know, let's go to the quarterbacks. Who who'd you guys have for the quarterbacks here last week? I had Jared Goff, and I had Carson Wentz. Okay. Which, I'll be honest. I'll even admit Carl won this one. <laughs> I don't wow. Know how you feel way to just completely throw the judges to the wolves and take over this whole court. You are, sir. You are in contempt. You're very loud. You, you wanted to say that so much. I did. <laughs> I've been waiting so long. <laughs> you can't just throw somebody in contempt. You got to warn them first. I'm just <laughs> objection overruled. But watch yourself, counselor. Oh, no. Okay. Um. So the argument was. Essentially, Wentz has been a madman since entering the league. I mean, he started from game one, and from game one, he has looked great. Uh, He's had a couple down games at the end of last season. He hasn't had a down game this year. No, he Um, is not. uh, And then for Goff, um, although Goff, your argument kind of hurt itself against the Vikings because he had an okay game against the Vikings, but it wasn't... He threw for 240 yards with no picks and no turnovers. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't it wasn't as good as he's had in the past this this season. No, correct. And it's not wasn't as good as maybe Wentz's worst game this year. But he also hasn't um, faced a defense like the Vikings since Seattle. No, that's that's I true. Denver. But um, what Carson Wentz played Denver? Carson Wentz tore Denver up. I know. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> but uh, with that said, uh, I mean, we're going with two great seasons versus one. Yeah, good season. Yeah, it's got to be once right now. No, yeah, I, I I agree with that one. 100%. Oh, yeah. that that one's hard to argue. Yeah. Mm. All right. So Good. the court. Yeah. So the court rules in favor of Carlos O'Kelly. Carlos O'Kelly. Not if it was Carson Wentz and Kirk Cousins. You're, you're Carlos yeah. O'Kelly. Oh, okay. Did that change anything? Carson Wentz and Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. I'd take Wentz right now. I would take Wentz too. I mean, I like Cousins. I think Cousins. That's a closer matchup for me. But yeah, it. It depends for me where Cousins ends up next year. That's also true. If he goes to, I'm just going to throw out Jacksonville. I, I think Ooh. that's really good for Ooh. both Cousins and Jacksonville <laughs> if that so. happens. Oh, but here's the thing. Ooh. Here's the thing. Are you saying that because of Allen Robinson? Are you factoring him into that? Because Allen Robinson is a free agent. Yeah. Okay. I, I was I wondering am. if that was a factor into that because Robinson will most likely walk. I still think it's more likely that Cousins takes big money to sign with the Steelers and the Steelers let Bell walk. But mm-hmm. And Rodgers goes to Jacksonville. You're a genius. <laughs> and Ro- Rogers. Rogers, uh Drew Brees. We should we Drew should Brees do, in Jacksonville. We should do a what if episode. Oh my we god. Should do a what oh, if man, episode. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> I think we should do that. Not not right now, maybe in the off season, but we should do a what if episode next week. Okay, More so next week, whatever. Let's get to the final pair up here. Yep, and the final Ooh. one was Ooh. I was defending Le'Veon Bell. Speaking yep. of Le'Veon Bell, and I had to go against that with a uh, Todd Gurley. Yes, and your Todd Gurley was the fact that this year he is one of the top running backs in the league. I think he's number one in fantasy. Oh yeah, he's number one by a fair amount. Um, and your argument was Bell might have started slow, but now he is leading the league in rushing. Although I would like to point out that he has 13 more yards than Hunt on 59 more carries. 
Um, and I think if Hunt had more carries, he would be by far leading the league in rushing. But for some oh, reason, yeah, no, they have, for sure. they've abandoned the run. They've game. completely abandoned yeah, yeah. the run. He's had multiple games the last couple of weeks where he's only had nine carries. Yep, nine or less. Even. Yeah, yeah, that's insane to me. For a Sorry, team I'm getting five, on a tangent. No, no, for a team that was 5-0 and oh to start the year based on the running game, to not run the ball yeah. anymore is they'll mind-blowing. Be, they'll be leading in games and not running the ball. Yeah. I don't understand it. Didn't they see the Super Bowl last year? That they, doesn't work. They just oh. lost to the Giants. We have a problem. Yeah. Um, with that said, uh, it's it's hard to go against Bell. I don't think he's a stealer next year, I but agree. I don't think that necessarily hurts him because I don't think Roethlisberger's a stealer next year either, so that's going to change that, that system up a little bit. Um, but, I mean, Bell's only, what, 25? 25, 26, yeah. Yeah, it, and... Gurley, I think, is twenty three with with two torn ACLs in his career. Well, that's one thing I was saying about Bell. Well, Bell Bell still has a torn ACL too, and he's had a lot of little injuries throughout his career. So they far. have about the same amount of time after their recovery at this point. Yeah, because they I think they Pretty got much. they were injured the same year. So, but my thing with Bell and I why I agree that I don't think he's going to be a Steeler next year is because they franchise tagged him, and there has been no talk of an extension all year no. long. Well, I think a problem was they offered him a pretty good deal in the offseason. He said no, so I think the Steelers are done with him. That's very possible, too, because they Bell wants to be paid like a combination of a wide receiver and a running back, and he's not going to get yeah, paid. Yeah, he wants yeah. top five wide receiver money as a running yeah. back. And that's the big reason why I'd rather have Todd Gurley. There's more stability, okay. stability mm-hmm. in the future. And, dude, Pittsburgh has an amazing – I don't care what running back is behind Pittsburgh. They've, they've succeeded. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I that's think the system is James Connor. amazing for running backs and that mm. – I'd have to see Le'Veon Bell do that somewhere else. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have another hung courtroom. There's flapping everywhere. Um, (laughs) So with that said, I believe Carl won two rounds, and uh, the other two rounds were uh, an even even decision. So uh, court case goes to Carl. Congratulations. I didn't give Chris enough money. (laughs) <laughs> Clearly, no, you did not. Thank you. You didn't give me any money. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about I, this later. Yeah, we'll talk later. <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to pay you now. Why would I pay you now? Why not? Thanks, Carl. No problem. I don't know if the mic picked that up. I don't think it did, but that's okay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. So moving right along, footloose and fancy free. Uh, getting there has, is half the fun. Come chilling with me. It's a Muppet song. Um, <laughs> what's next on the docket, guys? Well, we had talked about a topic, I think it was yesterday or earlier today, um, as a possibility of fantasy funerals. Yeah. So we, we could do a little bit of that. Let's, um, let's discuss it. Whose fantasy season is over? Not counting injury. We understand that Aaron Rodgers, his fantasy season is over, but that, that he's not being mentioned. Yeah, do they technically need to, need to start it? Before they can be over. No, not necessarily. Okay, I, I'm confused by that question. As in, guys, like, guys if like um, Amari, Amari Cooper, Cooper, right? Where where you you can't <laughs> drop because you know somebody's gonna pick him up. Okay. Oh, so one of the like a guy that's just too good that's too good of a history to cut. Yeah, just somebody okay. who's you know you know don't pick somebody from free agency. Yeah. Okay. But it's just yeah, somebody fair. where it's like if I drop, somebody's gonna pick up. Yep. And we're telling you drop him. <laughs> yeah, this is a guy that's going to waste a bench spot for another team because he's a name that his name's Amari Cooper, and he's going to play terrible. 
but someone's going to pick him up and he's going to he's going to score point 0.2 points for that team now. You know, in half point PPR you at least get a half a point for a catch. Okay, point 0.5 points for that team now. Jeez. <laughs> So I guess, Shane, do you want to start with Amari Cooper then? No, I'm good. <laughs> so yeah, let's start with Amari Cooper. Uh, so Amari Cooper, we've we've mentioned many times on this podcast in both the past and today. Uh, Amari Cooper has had one game this year where he has scored points. Um, <laughs> hey, he had a touchdown last week in garbage time against the Patriots. Yes, yes, he did. Um, so that was his second double, or no, that was his third double-digit point of the uh, game of the season. Um, so Amari Cooper has had, wow, he might have had more, uh, the same amount of yards in that one game as he had the rest of the season. That's what I said. <laughs> um, he's had three games of single-digit um, reception yards. <laughs> in one of those <laughs> games, he had two catches. Yep. Or single digits. <laughs> um, in the last four weeks of, of playing, so week 7, 8, 9, and 11, he has had the best uh, span of the season for him because he had the 11 catches for 210 yards and two touchdowns. Then he had 5 for 48, 4 for 58, and then 3 for 28 and a touchdown. Yeah, but if you say he's had over 300 yards the past four games, sounds way better. <laughs> Does. And that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is how you sell Amari Cooper. <laughs> If I had a second mic, I would drop it right now, but I can't. Speaking of dropping it right now, you know, I'm I'm not afraid. To, I'm not afraid to put Amari Cooper onto the onto the free agent wire. He uh, he is pick him up just out of spite if you dropped him. There there are he's not he's not starting on my team. Like I I there's not a single league where I've looked at my I've I've had. I, I'm literally starting two people I picked up off the free agent wire over him, and they're both projected to get more points than him in this, the next week. Yeah, this last week, and I, one of them had, was out with a migraine last week. <laughs> this last week, I started both Robert Woods and Adam Thielen over Amari Cooper, and that made me sad because he's fallen to a point where he's not startable. It, no, you can't rely on him, and then you kick yourself the, when he when he scores over 200. You know, when he scores yeah. at 30 points in one week, you kick yourself, but then you look in and go, well, he scored a, a total of two points in the three weeks before that, so of course yep. I didn't start him. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree that it's... In redraft, yes, he is. I think he is droppable. Because he's what? Like, he had... He came up to, like, the number 40-some-on wide receiver based off of that one game, and then he's really done nothing since then. I... I agree. I have no problem dropping him at this point. Yeah. In Dynasty, no. You don't Dynasty, drop him yet. no. You don't... You either you if, trade him for a first round pick. If you're brave enough, you trade him or you keep him. You don't cut. You don't cut him in dynasty. That'd be like somebody cutting Larry Fitzgerald, for example. No, I'm cutting Jordy Nelson. Ooh, yep. All right, yep. Chris, let's see this. Uh, I mean, without Rodgers, he just hasn't done anything. I mean, 24 yards, 20 yards, 35 yards, 13. Brent Hut, Brett Hudley, Hundley, Brett, Brett Hundley loves Devontae Adams. Dude, Jordy's just not putting up points. He's not uh, doing anything. Well, I texted you all this weekend asking about a uh, starting a starting in my flex spot question. Oh, that's right. Um, where I was asking, do I start Jordy Nelson? Did anybody pick Jordy Nelson? One person picked Jordy I, Nelson. I picked Jordy ah, Nelson. Um, <laughs> it was Jordy Nelson or Jeremy Macklin, which <laughs> not exactly two people you wanted. Well, it worked out, didn't it? 
yeah, Jeremy Macklin had like three points, and uh, <laughs> Jordy Nelson had two, so it was yeah. the better pick. I, I remember looking at that after. I'm like, oh, I wonder what Macklin did, and it was it was like three for twenty some odd yards. Yeah, four it, for thirty four, Zach. I'm sorry, four for thirty four. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Jordy Nelson, rest in peace. Uh, week one until uh, whenever Aaron Rodgers' shoulder broke. But that being said, I still want him to play in the games because. Hunley loves Devontae Adams. Loves Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is just a monster right now for fantasy. So I never thought I would see it where Jordy Nelson would be the Robin in the situation and Adams would be the Batman. But hey, good for Adams. Mm-hmm. I will say it's an interesting prospect if you, for whatever reason, are in a league that, for again, whatever reason, stays in the playoffs week 16, 17. Well, week 17. Uh, week 17. Week 16 is fine. Yeah, it's still getting a little dicey. Um, it, personally speaking, yeah. that's just okay. me. Um, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers comes back. There's hope that he can get a revi- you know, that he can get revived. But, I mean, I'm not holding my breath. Uh, I stand by the fact that, just like the Colts did with Andrew Luck, if their season is gone, don't bring him back. Right. They're still in playoff contention, technically. So are the Browns, so the Browns, but that doesn't mean... <laughs> um, I know who... So do we have anything else to say about Jordy Nelson? Anyone disagree no. with Chris? I agree with that. Okay, I know Chris disagrees with my guy, but I am going to say Doug Martin. Doug Martin is dead in the water as oh, of right I totally now. agree with you. Oh, I thought you said you didn't agree earlier. That was a joke. Oh! Did, did you see the text? <laughs> <laughs> I, I read it, but I, it's hard to interpret sarcasm over text. Um, the, the joke was Doug Martin has a pattern of doing amazing and having two seasons where he doesn't do well. So this year is his second season in a row of not doing well, meaning next year it's a sleeper pick, boys. <laughs> and I took that literally. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but so Doug Martin served a four-game suspension to start the year. Well, technically three games because they had a bye week one. Um since he came, when he came back, first game back, he had 13 carries for 74 yards and a touchdown, which was fine. Second game back, he had 14 for 53 and a touchdown. It was which a was garbage fine. touchdown too. I had him as my dud that week. <laughs> I'm so mad. Sorry, Shane. Um, he ran it on the goal line four times to get into the end zone. Do you need some pepper with that salt? <sighs> uh, and then since then, he has had 49 yards on 20 carries. 71 yards and 18 carries, which was fine for a flex spot. It gave him, a, it gave him an eight-point week in half-point PPR scoring. He's scored about 20 total points in five weeks. Yeah, but then we have the last three weeks he has scored a total of 11.2 points in the last three weeks total in half-point PPR. That is not good. In his defense, Tampa looks kind of Sucks. Weak. Tampa is... It's, They're not it's, eating any Ws. No. Oh god, that was so weird. Just I don't understand what his thought process was on that. That didn't make any sense. Just a Sean Jackson's face the whole time that was happening. Everybody's he just, face. He just had a but They're his like, was the best cuz his was like, "What the fuck?" You guys hear this? Is cool? Yeah, no, it it was weird. James James is a character. Um, but it seems like this year all the teams that were projected to do well and start making those playoff pushes and, you know, going to be contenders for years to come, Tennessee, Oakland, Tampa, they all suck. <laughs> and I I don't know what happened. Quarterback's not performing. Yeah, they're severely underperforming. 
Mariota leads the NFL right now in first half interceptions. And he did it again this last Thursday against the Steelers when he had two in the first half. It's not... Something isn't clicking with these young quarterbacks, and it needs to. These guys are supposed to lead us into the next generation of the NFL, but they're not. And they... I don't know if they can at this point. Oh, I, I mean, they're young. I'd still give them a few more years. But I mean, they're they're. I in still the- have faith in Mariota. Okay. I don't so much in Winston, but Mariota. He he's had some injury issues this season, that have, and I know that Winston had some in, later in the year, but Winston wasn't looking good from the get go. Mariota's had some games where he's flashed that. Um, they that also couldn't get the running game great going, play. so that, that's one thing that I'm worried about Mariota is if they get rid of DeMarco Murray, I don't think Derrick Henry is that good. If they don't find a running game, is Mariota going to be that good? I hope so. I hope he is, but that's yeah. a big question mark I have for me for myself. No, I, I 100% agree. I mean, there there's no players in the NFL right now that I wish bad luck upon. Maybe Eli Manning, but that's just because Eli Manning is Eli Manning. You have to wish bad luck on him. He kind of found <laughs> he play, it. He found, he <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, I yeah, it's just it's been a rough year for teams that were on the the come up in the NFL. Uh, somebody that I would like to mention as dead. Um, if you have a standard league, and I know we've mentioned this before, and you have any Patriots running backs, <laughs> you're holding on to a dead body because you don't know who's going to be startable that week. Can I guess which one and- you're talking about? Sure, go for it. Mike Gillisley. Well, oh, Gillisley is the worst. Of I was going to say yeah. James White. James White is also is also up there. The problem is you don't know any given week because everyone's going to be starting Deion Lewis next week. He's had two straight weeks of... I'm going to be with Chris Thompson out. <laughs> he's, he's had two straight weeks of, of really good play. But you know what? You know who else could, could be playing next week? Rex Burkhead. Sexy Rexy might be the guy next week because well, no, he was he the fumbled. guy last week. He fumbled, yeah. though. He fumbled this past game, so Bill's got to bench him or cut him, right? But he's one torn ACL away from starting, and I'm not going to lie. That's pretty possible. Oh, you mean with with Deion Lewis? Yeah. Okay. Rex Burkhead is one ACL tear away. I think think Rex Burkhead, if you were asking me, Rex Burkhead is the best all-around running back that they've got out of those those four. I agree. Um, When it comes to running and catching, he is their best all-around. Now, when it comes to who's going to get the most time, who's going to catch the most passes, who's going to get the most yards, I have no idea. It's one of three because it's not Gillisley, um, but it could be any of those three on any given week because their game plan changes so frequently that if – why do you have a Patriots running back on your roster? That's my – I'm a Patriots fan. Don't have them on your roster. Trade Deion Lewis if you still have trading in your league right now. Trade him for anything. Trade him for Amari Cooper. I, I don't care. <laughs> Just get them off your team. Is this just the crap on Amari Cooper episode? That's every episode. Oh, we could title it that. Um, we could <laughs> title it that. Uh, <laughs> no, so do you, anything else anyone wants to say about the New England backfield? Because I do have one more player that I want to bring up too. No, it's good. Okay, so in a, in a league with gross gross tight ends, I do want to bring up Cameron Brait. Uh, to start the year, Cameron Brait in the first five games had four out of those five games above 11 points in half-point PPR. He was being targeted a lot. He was being used as the main pass catcher. And then the last three weeks, he has a total of three catches for 31 yards. What's O.J. Howard's totals in those weeks? Uh, O.J. Howard is blowing it up right now. 
he he became and I don't know why it happened because it's not like Brait was doing bad, but he has one catch, one catch, one catch for nine yards, ten yards, and twelve yards each of the last three weeks. That's for some reason they decided to just stop going to Cameron Brait. Because before that he was doing fine. He went four catches, four catches, five, six, six, and four. And then down to one, one, and one. There, that doesn't make any sense. He wasn't hurt. Do you know what else happened in those those three weeks? Jameis Winston got out. Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick yep. seems to like O.J. Howard more than he likes Brait, while it's the other way around with, with Winston. Yeah. Um, so as long as Fitzpatrick's in there, I think O.J. Howard's the guy to go with. Uh, but if the second that uh, Winston's back, I'd bench O.J. Howard. I wouldn't drop him. I'd bench him for somebody else that week because I don't know what the how that's going to correlate with, with the quarterback going back. When's Jameis Winston supposed to come back in? Because, I mean, looking at these numbers, I honestly would rather take a chance in free agency. Yeah. Is Winston supposed to, is he coming back before week like 14, 15, no. 16? No. They're saying they've initially said two to three weeks, and now they're saying another one to two weeks after those two to three. I mean, it, oh, that was after that? I thought they were saying another one to two weeks from this week. Well, that would be from the end of the three weeks. I this, see what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in that case, I'd, I'd drop both of them and I'd just play matchup because yeah. they're both not. I mean, O.J. Howard might be liked more, but... I He's mean, got a couple touchdowns, which has saved his, his uh, games, but... Yeah, I mean, week 10, he, he, I don't even think he... I don't know if he played. He didn't get a catch. He didn't, I don't know if he got a target. Week before that, he got one catch. I, I, I just... I'd rather play a matchup in that in this in this situation if you have either of them. Yeah. Carl, did you have anybody that you think is kind of dead in the water for fantasy? Or you're burying them this week? Well, I was going to say Jordy Nelson, um, but Chris... Ah. Chris jumped on that. Um, I mean, this is probably a few weeks too late, but uh, Sammy Watkins. I'm I'm kind of giving up on Sammy Watkins. Yes, he had that. He had a one very stellar game. Even with like, Robert Woods out right now. Even with Robert Woods out, that's why I'd keep him. Maybe just for like another week or two. Uh, I don't know because they're going up against a few tough teams coming up. I know they're going up against up against the Saints this week. Um, I think they've got like the Carolina Panthers the week after, which is another good defense. He's gonna be playing against Patrick Peterson against Arizona in a couple weeks. We got Philly, we got Seattle. I mean, Sammy Watkins hasn't. He's had one good game this year. Um, even in the game against where, San Fran. No, he didn't even have a good game. Was that not? Yeah, that was no, a, I was against San Fran. Yeah, I, I thought. I thought so. Yeah, because yeah. that was when everyone had a good team game on both teams. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was one hundred six for two. Oh, okay. that was an insane game. There's night football, baby. It's better than Monday night football this year. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. He just he had so much hype going for him when that trade happened. Like everyone was like, "Oh man, they finally have that big target." You know, he's gonna you know light it up. Da da da. He became Will Fuller. He's good for one to two catches, and one of them is probably gonna be a touchdown. That's who I was about to mention. Oh, <laughs> sorry. As just as in a, as the next person to, that you can drop, which is a couple of weeks too late as well with that I, one. Like and a couple crack ribs, too. I, I personally would still keep Well, he's him. still playing. Uh, like yep. Zach said, could be good for a touchdown in any given week. Yeah, no, that and I, like I would side with Chris on this, too, because I, I would keep him because I, you know, and regardless of format, I would keep him. And actually, I would start him this week depending on what the status of Marshawn Lattimore is, the stellar rookie cornerback for the New Orleans Saints, because Probably he went either. out for a good majority of this game last week, and what did Kirk Cousins do? He tore up that Saints defense. Mm-hmm. He threw for over 300 yards and had, what, three touchdowns Yep, in that game? And that was without Lattimore. Look at what well, the Saints had been doing for two, the prior I think he had two seven. rushing touchdowns. What? 
this last week? Didn't didn't Kirk Cousins run for two touchdowns? That was two weeks ago. Oh, that was two weeks ago. Sorry, my bad. No, it's okay. Um, so yeah, no, it. I, I would start Watkins this week, depending on the status of Marshawn Lattimore, because look at the prior six weeks when Lattimore's been playing. They're saying he's defensive rookie of the year candidate as a cornerback. That's impressive. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I mean, he's he's been balling out, and he's been helping the Saints defense a lot. It shows it goes to show what a good cornerback can do. Look at Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. They've yeah. got two of them. Yeah, I would I I would I I would try to trade Sammy Watkins if you have trades right now to somebody that had Robert Woods. No, that's that's fair. Yeah. I just don't think you'd get anything from him. It depends on on where the person with Robert Woods is and what they what else they have on their roster for wide receivers, but yeah, I just I wouldn't. I wouldn't start him this week. I'd. I'd probably go match up on somebody else, but I'd probably take a spin on Robbie Anderson or someone like that rather than start uh, Sammy Watkins. Oh yeah, no, that that one I agree. I'm just saying, like, I just want to keep Sammy just in case the targets do go up. Or yeah, just for whatever reason he stops facing number one corner, number one corners. Yeah, just just a chance. Like if I need a flex play and I need somebody who can, there's a chance of giving me two touchdowns to win. I'd rather have Sammy over probably anybody else in free agency. Mm-hmm. One of those go big or go home type deals. Yeah. Like I said, a few weeks too late, uh, Will Fuller. I mean, he had he was second in the league for touchdown catches. On like four his, games. Yeah, on, on four big games. <laughs> um, and then the second uh, Deshaun Watson went out, he just went right downhill. Yes. He's not worth owning. He's not worth starting. He had a, he had a nice stretch. Um, but if you're still holding on to him on, on the end of your bench, get him out of there. In Dynasty, what do you guys do with him next year? Will Fuller? Yeah. Trade him? Uh, I, I would trade him. I would try to trade him for the value. And I would, yeah. The, my selling point would be exactly what Shane just said. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson's going to be back. DeAndre Hopkins is still there under contract. You know, they needed a second receiver, and he was a great second receiver for the time that he played with, with Deshaun Watson. I almost called him Deshaun Watkins. Um, and you might be able to get a, a, a in a dynasty league. You might be able to get a second round draft pick out of them if you talk if you talk to the person into it enough. Mm-hmm. I, I think mean, a first. I think uh, I doubt you'd be able to talk someone into a first. That'd be, that'd be It'd tough. be tough, but I'm not saying like a one one overall. But I think you could get a first for Will Fuller. I think he's cooled off enough. Enough. I, I just if you did it the week it that that Watson got hurt, I think you might have been able to talk talk him into a first. But the fact that he's had these three bad weeks. It kind of hurts his his value, even even with the talking up the fact that when Watson was there, he was great. Well, part of the reason why I think, and we'll get into this eventually too, you know, once the offseason comes in. But this is not a stellar rookie class coming out. There, like, it's pretty much what years past have been, where it's like the top four guys, and then maybe these guys will be first round picks. Yeah, the yeah. past few years have still been pretty deep, though. No, I know that's what I'm seeing. Is it, well for. Yes, I guess you, you're talking about there, there's a handful of talent and then nothing else for the most part. Yes, okay. That, that's what I mean is that there's a handful of talent and then there's really a bunch of question marks. Well, the problem with this year's draft when it comes to dynasty potential is that all the players that are getting talked about, there's like five or six quarterbacks that they're talking about in the first, yes. the first round of the NFL draft. Yep, that's insane. Um, so you're not hearing about the the you know the Chubb the Cameron the, Sutton yeah the Sutton the the Barkley you know you're not hearing about them as much as the other ones and to be honest with you uh, 
I think Chubb's playing pretty well, but but Barkley, yes, he's had some big games, but he he's had some really big games, but he's been shut down in in the running game a lot. He is the grossest producer I've seen in college football in the past few years. Mm. That's the only way I can say it because he does not put up a lot of yards. He well, he either puts up a ton of yards and like one touchdown, or thirty yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, (laughs) he's it. It's very odd the way that he plays, but. He'll find a way to, to beat you in some facet, but he'll only do it in one facet of that game. So he'll be a great punt return of that one game, yep. or, or kickoff return. I think I think he does kickoffs, not punts. But mm. he'll do a, he'll he'll return two kickoffs for touchdown that game. But then his stat line will say one catch for ten yards and three and thirty carries, carries for, yeah, for carries twenty-seven for yards, yeah, yeah, something like that. But, it, it's weird. <laughs> but yeah, with that said, it's kind of it makes it a little difficult when you're when you're looking at dynasty at least at this point. Um, I mean, we'll get a little better idea of it when it comes to the off season and and combines and things like that of of who's going to be and when we see full season tape because um, some there's going to be some players like I mean Chris Godwin last year that didn't really bust out as as a somebody you talked about until yeah. the bowl games yeah so and there and not only that too but one thing that I just kind of find interesting is hypothetically let's say the Niners don't start Jimmy Garoppolo at all this year and sign him to a Mike Glennon type deal. If they wind up with the number one overall pick, could they possibly go after Saquon Bartley, Barkley as the number one overall pick? I think they, they trade down. You think they trade down? They oh trade yeah, down. I, I would be so happy about that. Um, I I I think that if they don't if they don't play Garoppolo this year, I think that they sign him to a franchise tag. I don't think they okay. I don't think they can get a Mike Lennon deal out of him because I think Garoppolo knows his value as that as that ooh what can he do kind of guy because he'll get big money on the free agent market if, if yeah. otherwise. Um, but, yeah, I think they would trade down in the draft and try to get him a weapon. Okay. John Lynch has been a Although pretty I think good they GM would, so far. So I think they would go wide receiver rather than, than running back. Um, yes, okay. I know that, that they don't like Carlos Hyde. But well, and he's a free agent. That's true. Um, but, I mean, Breda has played decently. In, in spot starts or in yeah. spot spot positions, I think that their idea is that you can grab a productive running back at a lesser value and okay. grab a really good wide receiver. The Sutlin, mm-hmm. you can tra- trade down to five or six. You can get best wide receiver in the draft. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, is that all of the uh, the deaths? I think that I think that's well. I mean, it's not all of them, but it's not all, all the ones them. that are worth mentioning. Yeah, I think that's all of our eulogies. Hi, Montgomery. Yeah. Eh, What's the thought on that now with Aaron Jones I, I, out? I know he's injured this uh, for the for this last week and this week, him. but I mean, I dropped him a couple weeks ago um, when Aaron Jones was having some big big games, and then Aaron Jones went out and Ty Montgomery had a big game again, and then he got injured, and now uh, Jamal L- Williams is playing. He played okay. I think he had fifty eight yards. He didn't play great. I mean, the team did get shut out. That's so. true. So I don't think they ran it that much. But <laughs> right, that's I, I'm give, I gave kind of a gross face the entire time Shane was talking because I was thinking to my head, what would I actually do? I don't want any part of Green Bay's offense other than yeah, Devontae Adams. That's the only one yeah. I want in that offense right now is Devontae, mm-hmm. which I never thought I would say. <laughs> right, I never thought anyone would say that. All right, so let's get to our suds and duds then. All right, Shane, do you want to kick us off? Sure, I'd love to. Okay, so my sud this week is uh, Kareem Hunt, which I know doesn't sound like a stretch when you hear the name, but if you think about what he's done lately, he hasn't produced that much of late. 
Um, I've got him in. I've got him in my uh, my dynasty league, and I've had I've had a game or two of single points and a game or two of low low teens, um, and mostly because he'll catch the ball still a couple times out of the backfield. But the biggest problem is that Kansas City has abandoned that running game. Yeah, I mean they just they don't like to run. But with the game coming up, they're going up against the Bills, who I don't know if you remember two weeks ago gave up three hundred over three hundred yards rushing to the to the Saints and six rushing touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know if it was over three hundred, but it was they gave up they had two hundred yard rushers and gave up six touchdowns yeah. rushing. Including a Drew Brees rushing yeah. touchdown. I mean it was <laughs> it was I was watching that game because I lived in or I lived in you I was in Denver, uh, so I <laughs> wasn't locked into the Vikings game. Um, yeah. Which made me sad because that was the good game to watch, mm-hmm. but the Bills the Bills Saints game was on, which we we begrudgingly watched, and it was it was it was a, I mean it was a murder fest. It was terrible. That and got then, Tyrod Taylor benched. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and that went well. Yeah. Um, and then last week against uh, um, the, the Chargers. Chargers uh, I've been drinking. Um, the uh, the the guy that runs for them, Melvin Gordon. That's the one. He got eighty yards and a touchdown. Yep. So that's they, uh, that's hunt this week. Wow, this hit me just right now. It was like, <laughs> hey, you've had all this beer today. Um, <laughs> Slam. Da, da, da. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I just I just think uh, more or less hunts do. If they give him 20, 20 carries, I think that he ends up with hundred yards and a touchdown at at minimum. Okay. If they give him, if that's a big if, if they for the twenty carries though, I mean, I like, would agree that's a big if. Um, they'd be dumb not to if, if, against the Bills though, in my opinion. Agreed. Uh, so my dud is the fantastic, the wonderful Jay Ajayi. So Jay Ajayi is kind of on an upward track for a lot of people right now because he's had. Uh, touchdown in each game. Did he get a touchdown last week, or was it just I the? Think, I think it was just the big play. He had the seventy-yard rushing play. Yeah, and he got tackled before he got to the end zone. Um, so he has had a, a two games where he's had a lot of rushing yards, quote unquote, uh, for the Eagles. And both games he had one big play where he got almost all of his yards. Yeah. Um. So he is someone that people are starting to like and starting to start a little bit more. Um. And with that said, I just don't. I if you if you shut down that one big play, he's not he's he's not going to give you anything. Yeah. To be honest, I think that the reason that Philadelphia wound up getting a Jai was so that because Legarrette Blunt is not young. Legarrette Blunt is a thirty-year-old, two hundred and fifty, two hundred and sixty-pound running back. Hey, I'm a thirty-year-old, two hundred and sixty, two hundred seventy-pound running back. Um, no, you're not. I, but you can dream though, Shane. You can you can always dream. I am almost thirty though. Um, but no, he they I think they wanted to get him rest because they realized how much of a lead they had in the NFC East that they wanted to be able to go into that into the playoffs with a rushing attack that they can lean on between Ajayi and Blunt. That's personal opinion, but yeah. I think that's why they traded for Ajayi was to give Blunt a rest in games. And with that said. Uh, the running back last week, at least, that impressed the most was it Clement? Corey Clement. Clement, yeah, Clement. has seven touchdowns in his rookie year so far. Yeah, he is. He's the running back to have in that in that backfield. He's it, also been getting a PPR. lot. He's been, also been getting a lot of this in what's kind of considered garbage time. 
Yeah, because they because Philly goes up big in almost every game. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, but we don't know. So we don't really know who the real Corey Clement is. He wasn't a top round pick in the NFL draft. I think he, he was, wasn't even a, he wasn't even a pick. Yeah, he was. Was he, he was undrafted? Undrafted free agent. Yeah. UDFA. Oh. Okay, so yeah, so he wasn't even drafted. Wisconsin running back, baby. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, he looked good so far. It's funny because in our main dynasty league, I actually dropped him, and then he had his three touchdown game, and then I picked him up again. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because I was trying to pick him up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I had him on my I had him on my waiver board. Um, no, yeah, no, it's 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 a muddy situation. It's not good for fantasy. Anything in That's Philadelphia right now besides Ooh. Carson Wentz. Yeah, Zach Ertz. Yeah. Zach Ertz had a pretty down well. game this last week. Just one. Yeah, he, no, I know. He's been balling out all yeah. year. No, <laughs> I agree. Ball, he has been balling out all balling year. Balling outrageous. And it's it, and I know that you don't love him, but Alshon Jeffries actually put together a yeah, decent okay. season the, the, okay. after the first like five games. He picked it up. Yeah, no, I, he has the past couple weeks. I actually started him this past week, and it worked out. Hmm. I was so happy. I think I did too, actually. Um, Miracles do happen. Yes. So who wants to go next? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for my sud, I'm kind of. Eh, it's, it's, I don't know if it's a cop out, but um, I'm going with Thielen. The... Oh, shots fired! Go damn! <laughs> Ouch! Damn. <laughs> no, I'm gonna make. Uh, I'm gonna make Zach real happy here, and talk about. Yeah. Our, and we're gonna talk about our favorite fullback, uh, Samaj P. Ryan is my uh, sud this week. Um, in true Mike Allstott fashion, he had a God. 100 yards and a touchdown last week. Um, Even when you're praising him, you can't give him good praise. Nope, not at all. Just to spite you. <laughs> Literally just to spite you. Um, so with Chris Thompson out, Rob Kelly is also out. The only other running back on the, on the Redskins roster right now is a... I, I don't even remember his name, but he got picked up when Rob Kelly went down. Off of someone's practice squad. Oh, that's I remember. He's from. He's out quick. of Oregon, and I can't remember his name. Yeah, I'm gonna look um, that up quick. But he's the only option. He is the only yep. feasible running option, and they're facing the Giants this week, who are not exactly the best team in the world right now. Um, the Giants are terrible. They're dumpster fire this this year. Let's be real. They're dumpster fire. The Redskins haven't been that great the past few weeks, but I anyone's got to look good against the Giants, and if they stick to the running game, unlike Kansas City, they should produce. And so I think Samadji Piran will have a good game. Yeah, his name is Byron Marshall, and he's a 5'9", 200-pound running back out of Oregon. Oh, yeah, him. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, uh, Piran. He'll have more. Hmm? He'll have more points than Piran this week. Oh, I will bet that. I Oh, (laughs) Speaking of beer bet, I believe Crystal owes yeah. to the group. Yeah. Well, I still owe Shane. Me. I thought it was for the podcast. It no, was, he but... he bet me. Yeah, it was for oh. the podcast, but you guys didn't win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, boys. Um. Oh I... man, I Shane, if you want to bet that, I will take. No, I was just joking because I hate P Ryan. Okay. <laughs> oh man. I'm just saying. I didn't. I didn't know the guy's name until you said it. I'm definitely not taking that bet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then my dud for this week is a little dependent on if Marshawn Lattimore is healthy or not. But I'm. I'm still gonna go with it. Uh, Jared Goff is my dud this week. Um, Jared Goff kind of showed what happened. 
the offense for the Los Angeles Rams of Anaheim showed what happens when they face a good defense. And the Saints defense is not what it was the first two weeks. I mean, you don't win eight games in a row by accident. Yeah. Um, they have a solid defense. Robert Woods is out, so his top option is Sammy Watkins or uh, Cooper Cup, which I like Cooper Cup a lot better than Sammy Watkins. Um, but his options are limited. I think they're going to try and stick to the run game, try and control the clock, control the game. I just don't see Goff having a putting up the numbers that he's been putting up most of this year. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think that's solid. Fair enough. Chris, um, do you want to go or do you yeah, want me to go? go. Okay. Uh, my stud for this week is J.D. McKissick. Who? 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 Uh, running back for Seattle. I mean, I think Bad Eddie is still there, but, I mean, we all know he's... He's in the he's, buffet line. He's in the buffet line. He's not ready to play. I think Thomas Rawls is done. Beast mode! <laughs> J.D. McKissick has gotten nine receptions the past two games. Uh, if you watched last night's game, he looked pretty good. Mike, uh, who was the running back? Mike Davis. Mike Davis got hurt, so really it's J.D. McKissick's job to lose. Yeah. And they're going against San Fran. San Fran's getting, giving up the most fantasy points to running backs, and they lead the league in the most receiving yards to running backs. Is this just crap on Zach Tay? We, we ran down the Mari Cooper. We run down the <laughs> Niners. It must just be Yeah, we, we had a text message chain going about it. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And, and even better, McKissick is probably a free agency. Free agent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So like, I, I think McKissick's gonna just destroy San Francisco, whether or not they're ahead. <laughs> I truly wish that McKissick was a Redskin, so that you could say <laughs> McKissick Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. <clears throat> but going on to my dud, it's actually, <laughs> and we're walking. <laughs> uh, my dud's gonna be Kenny Stills. He had an amazing game last Ooh. week. Him and Matt Moore are just like the bestest of friends. Whenever Matt Moore is in, he just loves to throw to Kenny Stills and not to Devontae Parker. Uh, Jarvis Landry. Or, or, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he threw Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Johnson. Landry still gets catches just yeah, to yeah. get yards. Jarvis yeah. Landry does no, what Jarvis fair. Landry does. But Kenny Stills, I mean, Matt Moore loves Kenny Stills. But this week they're going up against New England. And... I still think Matt Moore oh, still needs to prove himself. Who? Who? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm holding off on Kenny Stills for this week. I I need to see maybe one more week before I roll him out, especially before the playoffs. No, fair. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Nobody else has anything to say about Kenny Stills. Okay. Nope. Okay. Um. So my sud for the week it was going to be Sammy Watkins, but. I'm going to call an audible here and go back to my original play, so I'm double audibling. Uh, I'm going to go with Demarius Thomas. Um, over the past three weeks, he has had three straight games with a touchdown, um, and in that time span, he had 18 catches for 178 yards and three touchdowns. And he also plays a team who recently fired their defensive coordinator this coming week with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, and Oakland's defense sucks, otherwise they wouldn't have fired their defensive coordinator. They've been allowing ton ton of yards, ton of points. They just allowed 150 yards to Brandon Cooks, Shane? Yeah, it was about right there. Yeah, so about 150 yards to Brandon Cooks. I'm not saying that Demarius Thomas is going to get 150, but he is still an athletic freak in that offense. He's had 1,000 yards, I think, every year since his rookie season, or since his second year. 
Um, he's been a fantastic receiver in the NFL. He just has had really bad quarterback play, and I could easily see a situation where Captain Morgan, sorry, Paxton Lynch, uh, targets him, peppers him with targets because he's the most reliable option in that offense. You see, I I, I hear you, and I, I like your argument, but I like it for another player on that team. I Emmanuel like it for Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders more uh, because they like giving up the big plays, and Sanders is the faster guy, and he can break through. I, I just I, I think that Emmanuel Sanders could possibly be the guy that gets those yeah. four catches for 150 yards that Brandon Cooks had last week. Yeah, I think sure. that I think that could be Emmanuel Sanders more than Demarius Thomas. But with that said, against that Raiders defense, it's possible they could both have really big games. <laughs> <laughs> and realistically, for a win, all you really need is 12 points. So that's 60 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, which is what his average has been for the past three weeks. It's about 60 yards and a touchdown. But that was with. Brock, Osweiler. I think my one concern is the fact that they are switching defensive coordinators um, this week, or Oakland is switching yeah. defensive and coordinators. Denver is switching offensive coordinators. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so that's oh, could be a good thing or a bad thing. Oh man, I, either way, I, mean, I didn't they, even think I didn't even think about the fact that Denver because <laughs> they because they both don't really know who they're scheming for. Like they have an idea, but it's obviously different people. So yeah. That's that's the only thing that could be. I I do like the pick. It's just that's my one like little caveat. I just feel like Demarius Thomas, you know, for being the the receiver that he is, hasn't really been talked about this year. Oh no, he's been underrated. I mean, when yeah. Trevor Simeon played, he targeted Demarius Thomas, although he didn't get like any touchdowns. And yeah, when Brock played, targeted him in the end zone like all the time. Mm-hmm. Now hopefully Paxton Lynch will do both. Well, I think that'll be some Demarius Thomas, and I still think he's an elite receiver. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that the problem that uh, Demarius had when Simeon was in, too, was the fact that Sanders was injured for a lot of that time. Mm-hmm. And I think it's possible you could have seen a better offensive output from the Simeon-Thomas-Sanders uh, trio if they were both there, because there was no second option at wide receiver at that point. He didn't have anybody else to throw to when Sanders was out. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a tight end. Huh? Who's your third receiver? Cody Latimer. Is he yeah. still there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Nope. Right now, it's Cody Latimer. <laughs> and there was, I thought he got put on and, the... Uh, uh, the other one, something well. Fowler. Is it Benny Fowler? Benny Fowler. Benny Fowler, Benny Fowler, Benny Fowler. 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 Who, oddly, I know this is just random, but he looks a lot bigger than all the other receivers on the team, but I don't think he's that much bigger than them. Just random thought. I don't know why, but he just he looks bigger. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, so we'll go on to my dud now, which... My dud I feel a lot more confident with, and I hate to say that because my dud is Larry Fitzgerald. And there's two reasons why, a couple reasons why I'm picking Larry Fitzgerald as my dud. He's going up against Jacksonville, who right now is allowing 162 passing yards per game. That is first in the NFL. Passing yards for an entire game. But they all go to Larry. It's a pretty good game. <laughs> yes, but here, here's the <laughs> other part about it. Jalen Ramsey... No matter which quarterback is on Larry Fitzgerald, I feel confident because Jalen Ramsey has two picks and 14 defended passes this year, and A.J. Bowie has four picks and 12 defended passes this year. And that's a team that those two cornerbacks are elite shutdown cornerbacks. That Jalen Ramsey held A.J. Green to one catch for four yards before they both got ejected a couple weeks ago. And A.J. Green, I would say, at this point, is more athletic than Larry Fitzgerald. Do, do they move Ramsey around, or is he kind of just shade one side? That, that that's the only thing I, I don't know about their defense very well. Because if 
if he's just going to play the outside, I, I, I still think Fitzgerald's going to have a good day because he's going to play the slot. I, I think that, yeah, I don't think they move him around because I think that's why uh, Ramsey was on green in that game because I think that because Ramsey's still their number two guy technically. Technically speaking, so yes. I, I think they just have. I think they. I think Jacksonville <laughs> plays. You know, boy on one side yeah. and, and Ramsey on the other side at all times. They have I don't think they down, move them with two yeah. shutdown corners. They they're just they're essentially told like Richard Sherman, just cover this side and don't let anybody pass you. If that's the case, I, I think Fitzgerald's not going to kill you. I don't think he'll. I still think he'll get at least eight points. Well, here's okay. here's my question for you then. Um, would you start a Larry Fitzgerald or would you uh, against Jacksonville or would you start a Marvin Jones versus Minnesota? Is the caveat is oh, Larry Fitzgerald is uh, is Xavier, Xavier right on Jones or is Xavier on Tate? I think we put him on uh, Jones. Mm, I think I think, I think we put him on Tate. Tate. I think he because I think right? we put um, I put I think the Vikings put no I think the Vikings put Trey Wayne's on Jones because he's faster. Ooh, I don't know. And so I think jo- I I would take Jones unless Sadejo is playing. Like if the Vikings have both Sadejo and Harrison Smith, it's tough to say. I can't believe I'm praising Andrew Sadejo. Like, yeah, it's I, very I odd to me. Terrible. I, <laughs> I, I still think it, he's terrible. I don't know. I the defense is different with him in and out. Granted, you know we keep injuring we keep injuring people on the opposite team every week. Rob Kelly, uh, Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Regard, I mean, I, I take Fitzgerald. I, I, okay. Yeah. We'll see. I, I, I feel confident about it, but we'll see. Hopefully I can finally have a double week where I finally get both right. I doubt it, but we'll see. All right. So that's our suds and duds for the week. Uh, let's head over to... Zach's. Zach's. All right. Zach, 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 Zach. He got some stats, 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 stats. Zach, 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 Zach. He's got some fun, fun stats. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> um, the first one here uh, is, is a shout out for you, Shane. Uh, shout out. Manning passed Peyton Manning to become the second, the second most consecutive starts by a quarterback in NFL history of two hundred and nine. With the name Manning? No, in general. Oh. He is the second. He has oh. the second most consecutive games started in NFL history. That's impressive. Now he's not going to go first. Well, he's he's definitely not going first. Brett Favre had that's, 297. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So he's not going to be first. But he did pass his brother now, to have more starts. I wish they had a. I wish like pitchers in baseball they had a quality start stat. <laughs> For quarterbacks, <laughs> because I, think, I, I bet you Eli's numbers nowhere near Peyton's. <laughs> I don't think Eli'd crack three hundred on quality starts. In that case, I don't think he'd crack three hundred. Three? What, well, what do you mean like by three hundred? You, you said baseball, so like out of out of you know hundred, I don't out of a thousand, I don't think he'd crack three hundred. Oh, you're talking about batting now. Oh. You, you I switch, want baseball. You switch it to batting averages. I, I, I got where you're going. Yeah. Got it. Uh, quality, quality starts. Start? <laughs> what's a not quality start uh, for a quarterback? For a baseball player. So for, well, if you if you uh, you don't get a quality start if you're pulled before six innings, you don't get a quality start if you give up more than three runs. Those are the two big things. Oh. So you've got to go past six innings and you have to give up less than three runs, three runs or less. So what would a quality start for a quarterback be? Uh, obviously, don't get pulled. Yeah, um, don't get pulled. Um, less two hundred and two touchdowns or one hundred and two touch. I would say two to one pick ratio 
at minimum. Two to one pick ratio. So if you throw four touchdowns and two picks, that could still count. But if you yeah three touchdowns and two picks, that's not a quality start. I, I would say fair. I would say three hundred yeah. two and one. Yeah, I dig that. That's a pretty big number, though. Three hundred is a big number. Three is a pretty big number. Two fifty three two to one. I say that because I'm going to read another stat in a little bit. That three hundred is a big number. Yeah. So okay. let's go two fifty two and one. Okay, two fifty two and one. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Two hundred fifty yards, two touchdowns, one interception ratio. Cool. I would say. Based on the stat I'm going to read in a little bit, even 250 is a pretty... Yeah, I was going to say... 250, 250 is pretty high. I, if you I, throw I under saying, 250 yards, I I'm don't see that 200. as a quality start. Okay, but we'll see if you change your mind a little bit. Um, so the next thing here, moving on, is the the Jacksonville Jaguars have four guys on their defensive line right now with over five sacks. Yeah, I knew that stat. That's insane. That's insane, right? That's nuts. And not well, yet, but they lead the league in turnovers too. Campbell, eight of his are in two games. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, next year we have the Saints are the first team in the Super Bowl era to win eight straight games after starting zero and two. That's nice. Yeah, I believe that. And then here's another one for Shane. Tom Brady, three hundred and five. Uh, the Patriots were also one of those teams. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Tom Brady is the first quarterback in NFL history to have a 300-yard game in three different countries. Oh, that, okay, that makes third? sense. It was New England, it was England, Mexico, and the U.S. Oh, it wasn't Canada. They didn't play they, Buffalo they, in Canada. When did they play in Mexico? I thought that was going to be. A thing. They, they played in Mexico the this last week. In this oh, last week. whoops! <laughs> I could have sworn they beat the Bills in Canada, but it's possible that they might that Brady didn't have 300. So, um, and then so this is kind of a crazy stat. So. In the eight games that the Cowboys played with Tyron Smith, they Dak Prescott was sacked a total of ten times. In the two games that he, they played without, he's been sacked twelve times. Yeah, it's bad back there. He's got he's got no he's, time to do he's anything. Running for his life. Yeah, it is. Well, it's the combination of of they know they're passing. I yeah. mean, there's no, run. no running game in, in, well, on that team being anymore now. Down so far, they yeah. can't. Yeah, they can't I, I think they can still run the ball. It's just yeah. they don't. It, they can mm-hmm. still try to run the ball. I mean, they're not running it well with without uh, Zeke there. I mean, Alfred Morris has not been fan great back there. No, I mean he had a good, he had a decent average last week. He had seventeen for ninety one, but they were down and couldn't couldn't continue running yeah. the ball. I wouldn't be shocked, and I know for some reason they don't like him this year. I wouldn't be shocked to see Run DMC start to get some some time. He's been a healthy scratch the entire season. Yeah. They're paying a million dollars to the guy to sit on the bench. But he's he's the most dynamic of the three running backs they have left. I mean, yeah. they've got Rod, who's the other one? Rod, Rod Smith. Rod Smith, not, not the, the one writers, you think. Not, not, the, <laughs> not the former Denver Broncos receiver, yep. Super Bowl winner. Not Ed McCaffrey's father, or not Christian father? McC- not Christian McCaffrey's father's best friend. Boo! Ooh, that was a sp- it. Took too long. Yeah, it took too long. Okay. Sorry. Anyways, so moving on to the last fun fact here, and this is where I say you might change your mind on that. Matt Ryan, up until this past last night against, and I say last night because we were on Tuesdays, up until last night had thrown for 200 plus passing yards in 64 consecutive games, which was an NFL record that he broke by Drew Brees' 43 games consecutively. So that's where I say that the 200 yards should be the benchmark. I still think 250. Okay, and that's fu- that's fine. But that's where I was saying that I think 200 yards is kind of the benchmark of having a quality start because of the fact that, you know, right now the longest streak since Matt Ryan's just got broke is Ben Roethlisberger with 15. Well, I see that, but I mean, my, my thought is that if it's under two, it's it's quality start. You could still win without a quality start from your quarterback. 
Well, I guess if yeah. you look at it, 15 is that's almost a whole season. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good so that's streak. Not bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I expect Pey- uh, Peyton Manning. I meant to say Tom Brady. I expect Tom Brady to throw under 200 yards in in a, in a couple games in a season. I mean, it's it's going to happen. I expect him to throw under 250 a couple games in a season. Um, I think that if you want, like, I, I'm I'm choosing this number because I, I get that you can still win with a game manager quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think we just don't know what's a good number for baseball. So it's hard to compare. Well, I'm not even saying with a comparison. I'm just saying with a, a, oh, a quality NFL game? quality quality oh, start for okay. a quarterback. Okay, yeah. In in general. Um I, I just I just think I mean I can see the argument for two hundred. Yeah, because that's, no, that's still that's still a q I I mean it it could be a winning game, but it, it's an okay game. I, I, I think there's a difference between okay and quality. Okay. Fair enough. They should devise a system to rate quarterbacks by how well they do. <laughs> and and the the best the best we, number should be we like can think about we can the best number should be like one sixty four point nine like it should be a weird decimal system oh, that nobody yeah. knows how it works. Sounds really kind. Well, you know, I like one fifty eight point three better. Is that the actual number? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I was like, whatever. So I got a weird one for you guys. Um, Drew Brees has been held to under two hundred yards uh, twice this year. When was the last time? What was the last year that he was held under 200 yards once? Um, His last year was San Diego. I was just going to say that. <laughs> what they said. Uh, no, uh, 2013. But it's oh. still been four years. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> um, and then, Chris, I think you had a fun fact earlier, too, about the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the 500 Baltimore Ravens are 2-5 and five when they... No, wait. No, you're saying it right. Yeah, they're they're two and five against non-scoring teams or something like that. The, the Baltimore Ravens ha- are two and five when they allow a team to score any points whatsoever. They are three and zero oh when they shut teams out because they have shut out three teams this year. Is that good? What's high <laughs> score mean? <laughs> All right, so uh, is that is that the end of the the that fact is corner? It? All right, let me do the closeout theme. All right, no, there's no closeout theme. Um, oh, thank God. So yeah, so um, the you'll hear this on Turkey Day. So happy Turkey Day, everybody! Um, we are thankful for football, which we'll be playing all day, except for the Sunday night game. We're not Sunday night Thursday night game. The Giants and Redskins. That's oh, we're not thankful for that game. No, we're not thankful. Okay, I'm not thankful it. for that game. I'm thankful for Minnesota Detroit. Yes, that's um, a good game. I'm I'm a Detroit's my number two team, and I live in Minnesota with a bunch of Minnesota fans. I did not know that. Uh, I was born in Michigan, so. Oh, it's um, all coming together. So, <laughs> I think that'll be a fun game. Uh, Detroit won the first matchup. Uh, I think that this is going to come down to the wire. The way that Minnesota's been playing, it's hard for me to choose against them. But I'm gonna stick with my second favorite team and say they're gonna win. Well, that, if I think if we beat Detroit, we lock up NFC North. Oh yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. Yeah, it, it, this is gonna be a big game for Vikings fans. Yeah, and Detroit need to need to win in general. So. And just just throw it out there: don't bench Case Keenum right now. No, you, you cannot. Do not. You keep riding that. You ride him until he until the case is closed. With that said, Detroit is insane about scoring touchdowns on defense this year. Mm. They have they have like seven or eight defensive touchdowns, and they had two in the last game and two in the game before that. Detroit is probably my most worried. I've never been more worried against even Green Bay playing a team in NFC North, except for besides Detroit. 
Wow, that did not come out right. I'm so worried. <laughs> I am so worried when we play Detroit because you never know where they're going to show up. The matchup is weird for Detroit and Minnesota. Yeah. it's Detroit's got so many number two receivers, it's hard to know who to cover that game. <laughs> when Stafford, so. like, who knows when he, like, shows up and becomes yeah, the, like, a top tier. At, at least this season. I mean, it's been very odd that way. Yeah. Um, you know what you're going to get with Green Bay. You, we, yeah. yeah. You know what, they're, what there, style they're going to play. Yeah. but The conditions are pretty clear on how you beat Green Bay, but... Detroit, man, I don't know. So with that said, enjoy your turkey day. That's the eleven thirty game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone have fun. You know, stuff your face full of food. Stay safe. Go out shopping on yeah. Black Friday, quote unquote. Yeah. Thursday go night. out shopping on Black Friday because I want everyone to stop showing up Thursday night so they stop doing that. Not that it affects me anymore, but still it's just it's it's stupid. It's and, and, people and, have to go into work on a day where you're supposed to be thankful for things you have. Instead of have watch people being greedy and try to push people down for things they don't. Yeah, but you should be thankful for the job that you have. Shut up. Boom! I am thankful for the job that I have because I don't have to work on Thursday nights. Yeah, me too. <laughs> woo! Woo! All right, so uh, that we finished the Gatorade, uh, taking our, our Advil. I've drank like six more beers. And that is the <laughs> end of your fancy hangover. All right, good luck, everybody. Deuces.